Hello, world. It's me, Alex, and Sandra. <laughs> Anyways, we are just uh, recording. This is 1-1-2021, and we are reflecting on our 2020. Hopefully, this can inspire and encourage you as we continue on this path of uncertainty and growth and trust. <laughs> yeah. So, let's get the party started. <laughs> um, let's see. I'll start off. Well, I, I just had a big conversation with Sandra, but 2020, if I was to sum it up, um, it was the year of purging everything that doesn't serve me. And it literally helped me purge everything that I've been either avoiding or ignoring in myself, my health, my finances, my marriage, and my motherhood. So that's not enough. (laughs) And my business. So literally it hit like, and my spirit, like literally every, every part of what makes us, us, like we, every year we set goals in all these different areas and it was the areas in my life that this year just had me deal with like again either that I've been avoiding because we do that really good like I don't want to do that right now I don't want to work through that or because of the busyness of life and I think that we've all got caught up in that rat race of doing doing working working and trying to be more and successful um that we ignore certain areas so it really had me really look at that stuff and and a lot of times that's our ego too for sure telling us like we have to better this we have to Mm -hmm. be better here be better there because they're watching yes we have to prove ourselves we put this out there so we have to do it and I was just thinking back like how crazy is it that in March when you first went to your session like that's literally when the world shut down yeah it was and leading up to yesterday yes how it ended for you yeah for yeah (laughs) so I've shared this before but yeah I it was a week or two, it was about a couple, less than two weeks before the pandemic hit that I had a vision quest, uh, for those who don't know, because I'm going to post this. <laughs> it's a it's a journey with the psychedelics uh, medicine called 5-MeO-DMT, but yeah, it, it just, that shifted everything, like it pulled back the veil on myself, and then like... You know, I'll be very vulnerable six weeks later, you know, the pandemic hits. And then in the beginning of April, me and my husband separated. Because, again, like everything was put on the forefront. It was like, look at this shit. And I realized like certain things about my marriage, whether I, you know, I'll take full responsibility of things that I've been ignoring and neglecting because I've been so caught up in trying to be successful that my priority has been building an empire. And I neglected my marriage and neglected looking at things that either I didn't like or we were tolerating. And so, you know, the beginning of the year, like right after the pandemic was really intense for me because um, I was going through this in my marriage that, you know, me and my husband ended up separating for for three months. Um, And so that was hard, you know, like kind of just working through that and looking at your shit in your marriage and fuck and then you know just 
me personally it led to like really looking at myself and then like re-evaluating like my business like even though I'm good this year and, and I can't truly say like we struggled just like I can't imagine like getting laid off and or not having uh, any income one way or another uh, but I, I was affected you know I was telling you I was I was reflect, reflecting this week because I was lightly setting goals and I was like fuck like I I lost a contract because of the pandemic because there's no school so I can't go out there and do what I was doing with my business and I realized like where has my money been going because I was bringing in extra thousand dollars a couple thousand dollars just with that alone and where did it go so it was a big realization of like I haven't been fruitful or intentional about my abundance. Yeah, you know? like right now it just hit me of like everyone's experience this year of what was taken from them yeah. was what they had to work on. So yes. Like even when you said, like thankfully we didn't lose our jobs. So those who did, like they had to reflect on what kind of job it was that they had. Yeah. And was it an alignment? Was it an alignment job? Was it serving others? Yeah. Or was it serving themselves? Yeah, for sure. Because you have to think of the owners. When I think of, like, businesses that went under and all that, like, I just, how were those owners in? How were they to their customers? Did they get too greedy? Yeah. Did they start, like, I don't know. Like, that's just how I, like, No, I I know what you're saying. Yeah. Because I I actually. For it to happen to them. Yeah. Yeah, no. For real. Because there's businesses and people that are thriving yeah that probably were in the same situation and I, I do believe you brings a big point that I reflected on because one of the things that I've been reflecting in the last two weeks that I decided to kind of hibernate from social media and friends and events and stuff and what came to me was selfish ambition as an entrepreneur like my ambition was the shiny things right like I like we're saying I need to be successful because that person is doing it and that person and, and I want to buy, I, I want the, the extra money and I want the bigger and better car and house. And not that I wasn't working out of integrity because what I do as a life coach is my passion. Like it's my God-given passion. So when I show up, I'm in my essence. It's what I love to do. So I'm, I was still working out of integrity, but I was doing it for selfish reasons, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so... And it's almost like, too, what you said earlier about um, what you were tested on. Yeah. Literally every level of your yeah. life and you being a life coach, but you were tested at every single yeah. level. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. You, this, is, this level needs to be fixed. This level yes. needs to be fixed. This level, this level. And then help others. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I was like, what the fuck? Like, okay. A selfish I'm not selfish so I had to discern like no I'm doing I love what I do I'm not doing I'm not using people this is what I love but I got that clarity like no it's not that you're not working out of out of integrity I'm being integ. I'm I have integrity when I work and I coach people and I develop but I was doing it for I was missing the mark you know mm-hmm. because my my motive the mark was the shiny thing so that you know one of the things that happened this year through my vision quest and Uh, journeys with medicine and just grounding myself more was like I felt like God just dismantled everything like my business like you're not all the programs that I've created in the last six years and my coaching approaches just 
get rid of them. And I realized too how attached I was. Like, no, but I created these. But no, because I created them, yes, in integrity, but out of selfish ambition. And mm. also, you know, what I realized is I was so caught up trying to keep up with the next popular thing, you know? Um, what's the catchword? Vibration, manifest, which I still love law of attraction. And, and, and that's been like a big concept of my work is metaphysics. But I was. Whatever I was creating was because I was too busy trying to see what everybody else was doing and what was the trying next to keep big up. thing. Oh, so this is what's big right now. You know, let me focus on that. And it wasn't me. Yeah. I, was, I was coaching people because I love it, but I was too caught up on like the next thing, the next um, big thing that everybody's. The race. Yes. The race. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, I wasn't creating this out of like, is this really in alignment with what I'm called to do? Because I can show, we all can show up and do the damn thing. But I realized, oh, I'm too busy trying to see what everybody else is doing and emulate that. Yeah, still make it mine, but it's really not because I'm trying to emulate what everything else. And when we are, when we really quiet down and listen to what we're called to be, it's going to be unique. And yeah, there might be other people doing it and already have done it, but it's not... It's not trying to keep up with the next big best thing. So that was definite. And I'm still like, I, I've been talking about it all this year. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do now. Like, I'm still coaching people and ideas come. But literally every year, I start game planning the new year by October, November. Like, I have literally You're like ahead of the game. I'm ahead. Like, I have everything written down. Like, every area, boom, boom, boom. I have things scheduled. Like, this year, uh, March, April, and May... I had uh, speaking events that I was doing and workshops fucking up and down California from up in Sacramento all the way to LA. Like I had it booked. And by this year, I was already booking. And this is the first year going into a new year that I didn't. Like I wrote down my goals, but lightly, you know, because I'm like, I'm not doing all that again because we're still in a place of uncertainty, which is okay. But um, yeah, I was so used to that. And even like, again, like, when I was planning these things, now when I wrote down my goals earlier this week, I, I really grounded myself and I was like, God, let this be your will, everything. Mm-hmm. Let it be connected mm-hmm. to your will. Yes. And before, no, it was ego. It was, like you said, it was ego. No, I, I want these speaking because I want the, the, the spotlight. I want the attention. I want the recognition. Yeah. So I was doing it for that and I was like, fuck, I've been doing it. And, and I was getting opportunities, but... At the same time, I was not feeling fulfilled. I was obviously at home feeling unhappy because I didn't feel validated from my family and my, and my husband. I was just coming home grouchy, tired, overworked because I would stay up hustling, you know, and feeling overwhelmed. And it had nothing to do with my family, more to do with me because I was not doing it from the heart. I was forcing things. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that we can get far enough you know, we can accomplish things because I've accomplished a lot so far, but I was feeling depleted and I was tired and exhausted. And that's because I wasn't doing it for the right reasons. You know, I got caught up in, you know, speaking of social media, like I use my social media for something good, but at the same time, like I was getting caught up with what everybody else was doing. Mm-hmm. What are they? Okay. I, I should do it that way. I should do it this way. And I was like, no, like that's why I, for myself, I was like, I need a fucking, I need a detox from that. And 
get more clarity because even though I know that I'm using it for the right reasons, like I was still getting caught up with like, well, what's everybody doing in the coaching world, you know? So it's I, like the little devil and angel on yeah. your shoulder, like, oh, but look this way. Oh no, but yeah. what they're doing over here. Like, no, so true to yourself. Exactly. And I didn't <laughs> like know all those things that we know and we've gathered the information that mm-hmm. we have and we know, but it's the damn ego. <laughs> it is. It's that ego trying to tell you that you're not good enough really it comes down to that you know so so fuck what a year man and like you said I was I was telling Sandra before we jumped on this like I was tested like every part of my life was exposed and like in parenting I, I won't go into full details but having a teenage child and you know realizing that you know she's struggling with her self-image and self-esteem because she's so caught up on social media and even though she wasn't supposed to be having it you know and and then being quarantined as a teenager and not having a social life and so that was tested my motherhood was tested just literally this week I, I literally went out with the bang like I said every part of my life was was um an area that called to do some inner work and yeah God was like hold, hold up what about your motherhood like have you been and I realized like you know, if I would have been, we talked about this, if I would have been out there in the hustle and bustle and doing events and workshops and retreats like and all this, had to happen the way it had to happen. I would have missed that so this is going on with her, you know? I would have missed it. So, um, and that wasn't easy because as parents, we want the best for our kids. And luckily, you know, one of the things that my husband reminded me was like, you don't feel bad, right? Like, it's not your fault. And luckily I didn't, you know? There was a little moment where I was like, what did I do wrong? How did I miss this? Like, I've been trying to check off the boxes in parenting. How did I miss this? But, you know, I didn't let that get to me. And I just realized, like, having compassion, you know, compassion for myself and my daughter. Like I said, I can't imagine being a teenager during this time right now where, you know, your social life is a big part of being a teenager, especially at school. And you have, you don't have that. And plus... A lot of our teens, you know, you kind of find your like, yeah, know which to, way, yeah. where to go, who you are. Yeah, and then social media seems to be like where kids are connecting now, but but it's which all fake. Is, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like don't believe the yes. lies. Yes, so it's the like they're posting. There's a there's a obviously the positive thing about social media is that it, it's allowed us to connect with loved ones and people we want to be near during this time, but also like the dark side of it and. It's so accessible to teens, and it fucks with their with their self image and mentality. Yeah. So, because when people do post, they're posting the happiest part. Yeah, they're po- I mean, I'm not posting sad moments or crazy <laughs> things or an, a discussion that just didn't go well or you yeah. know fights with our families and right. all this stuff. We're not posting that stuff. No. So these teens that get on and just like they're so like gullible that they're like, oh. Why does everything look so picture perfect? Yeah. On what so they're true. posting. And is my oh my gosh, like I'm I'm the wrong person. Yeah. Like I'm the one that has issues or problems because my life and my family is not like what they're posting. Right. And then you almost feel like like not inc- like not how do you even say it like like you're so you're like an alien like an outcast <laughs> yeah there you go outcast yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like you're an outcast because you don't have the perfect grid or you're not wearing this this or uh-huh. you don't look like yeah you don't have the kylie jenner lips and the look and 
gosh, like I... Or even some of these teens that probably their parents did lose their job during the pandemic, and yet there's other teens that... Like, there's so many things that just go behind it. I feel bad. A damn... I feel compassion for being a teen during this time. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because that's... Social life is a big part, so... Yeah, this year for me, definitely, if I can say, it's been a purging year. And like you said, like, it slowed me down enough to look at those areas that, A, either I was ignoring purposely, whether I wanted or not, maybe not intentionally, but we -hmm. ignore stuff, um, or that I was just so caught up in the the rat race that... Oh, but you your know. body will let you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, uh, like three three know. weeks ago, I had to go to the. Okay, so I I haven't shared about this, but it was on the eighth, December eighth. I my husband had to rush me to the to the ER. I literally right here in this room. I came. He was like working out, and I threw myself on the floor. I was like, "You gotta take me to the hospital. Like I cannot stand this pain. I had like this awful abdominal pain on my left side." And I, I told my husband, and I, I can take pain, girl. Like, I won't, I won't, like, I will not go to the doctor for anything. I'm like, you have to take Same. pain. Yeah. And he was like, oh, my God. Like, you're in pain. Like, mom, a superwoman mom is in pain. And I go to the hospital, and because of COVID and everything, it's just different. And so I'm waiting for two hours, and I'm pacing around in my little section because I wasn't even in the ER. They have the tents and separated with curtains. Oh, okay. And they just put you in your own little space and you can hear everything because there's no privacy, really just a curtain, you know, like yeah. this little. So I'm here, I'm in pain. I can't even lay down or sit down because it's just so such an excruciating pain. I'm pacing, I'm cussing, I'm like, fuck. And I'm like even asking God, take this pain away. I believe in your healing power, like take it away. <laughs> nope. I'm so, this is, I'm already like four hours in with this pain because I literally took it for a, 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 an hour here at home. And I tried to meditate, I smoked some weed, I went into the restroom, took a hot bath and for an hour, I'm like, nope, take me. So yeah so it's about three to four hours and I'm pacing around and I'm like god take this pain away and I'm so caught up in me right like and what I started doing was like some breathing techniques so that was distracting me from the pain but then a majority of the people that were there were elderly I could just tell by the people like just while I was going in I seen elderly people and their voice and I heard this man next to me and he was had his wife on speaker elderly man he had a, he was coughing a lot and he was complaining that he was really cold and so long story short he he thinks he has covid right and so i hear him on the phone and his wife is crying and he's crying and she's worried she's like he's like don't worry i'm gonna come back home like nothing's gonna happen and i just felt his fear and in that moment i just started praying for him and then I just started praying like I just started praying for everybody in that ER that whatever they're experiencing that they don't feel alone and and that God can help them you know and it's so funny because as soon as I took the focus off of me Mm. the doctor came in and fucking oh let me shoot you up with some fucking painkillers and oh my god it was like heaven on earth (laughs) but it was like the moment that I stopped focusing on me and I sat there you know now I, I don't feel the pain and I'm like what the fuck like it was it was such a I was there for almost six I was there till like three so I went in like at 10 and I got out a little after three 
And I just sat, you know, finally they did some testing and find out I have a kidney stone. And I just sat there for the rest until they checked me out because they're busy. So I'm sitting there for another like two hours after they did all that. And, and I'm sitting there and I'm just like, wow, like here I was like asking God to take this pain away. And the minute that I shifted my focus, you know, so, you know, it just reminds me. And I don't want to get all fucking religious and woo woo here, but it just reminds me of that moment when Christ was on that cross, you know, and he is praying for us. He Mm. says, father, forgive them for Mm. they have, they don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Even in the cross, he was so, he loved us so much that he took, like he was not worried about him, Mm -hmm. you know, that he prayed for us. Praying for those that are about to kill him. And so not saying that I'm Jesus Christ, but just like, it just reminded me of that moment that even in our darkest times, like if we can shift you know like those dark times don't lack an opportunity to be of service or to to share love and compassion whether it's through a good word or reaching out to somebody or just a simple prayer you know and so it just reminded me of that and I sat with my shit there and um I I'm a firm believer that any of our illnesses or dis-ease comes from a an emotional or deep-rooted emotion probably some past trauma that we're holding on not saying that that's the case for everybody um because it's not but I do believe that oftentimes when our body our body is an alert system like you said and and so I come back home and I read my little book about what does a kidney stone mean and the deep-rooted emotion is um anger you know it's a lumps of anger Mm. go figure so the last fucking three weeks have been like uh, just reflecting like, oh no, I'm not angry. And I was just telling Sandra, one of the things that came to me is I grew up very angry um, because of the abuse that I experienced at a very young age. I learned how to express anger and my anger has hurt people. You know, I have uh, was more of a rager. So I've said and done things physically to people that have hurt them. So when I first started my awakening journey, like I went totally to the other side, like love and light, don't get angry, don't get angry. And so what I realized is I've suppressed my anger. And one of the things that came to me two weeks ago while I was at the canyon, I I had a little journey with medicine was, um, it's okay to be angry, you know? I'm not, I'm not here to be holier than thou. And it's okay to not be composed all the time. Um, and I can express anger because it's just an emotion. Mm-hmm. So I realized that this whole time I've been just hiding it away. And now it's turning into a stone. And it was a, a reminder. So I ended my year with a bang. 20, uh, December 2020 definitely brought to light whatever else I was trying to not look at um I truly believe that source was like nope hold up you're not done I thought oh yeah December's gonna be chill I intentionally didn't plan anything for December I was like I'm not having no circles I'm not doing any work I'm preparing to coach some women but I haven't even like usually I'd be hustling because I'm gonna start a new program next month next week you know I got it nope I didn't do that wasn't my plan and no, but I did do work because these things like came up this month and I was like, oh, wait, I still got work to do. So I just, you know, one of the It was things- like you cleared your schedule for you. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, by the way, you have a lot of fucking anger. Like, deal with it. And so 
But the beauty, the beauty of that, like, because I feared my anger. Like I said, like my anger has hurt people, and so I feared it so much that I just suppressed it. And you know, one of my mentors up there, like I was telling you, said, you know, you don't have to be composed all the time, and it's okay to be angry because it's just an emotion. But we, what we haven't learned is how to feel. Like you get to just feel, feel that emotion, feel emotions of sadness, frustration, anger. Uh, fear, just feel them. We don't have to try to hide them and act like we're so fucking strong. Um, just feel them. Or have it figured out. Or, or have, have it, it figured out. <laughs> exactly. And I, you know, like you said, like, I don't fucking post those moments. I didn't post. Yeah. Like, I'm at the hospital yeah. right now. <laughs> but not because I don't want pe- Just, you know, that was, this has been yeah. my intimate moment for me to process. But yeah, like, I... I did because I didn't know like anger growing up was expressed in a very abusive way so I learned that and nobody taught me like hey it's okay to be angry just finding a more loving way to express anger so but because of this kidney stone I was able to gosh again like and I think 2020 has allowed me to look at things like we say it's not a challenge it's a lesson but do we really take the time to see what the lesson is and and I realized that this was a lesson for me like my body's telling me something you know I think it's also connected the lump you know we when we hold on anger and stress um which is why I know I've struggled to because I, I I eat pretty healthy I work out and I'm still like I'm just not happy with this you like I can't lose weight and all this and I just realized like it's holding on to all these emotions you know that I'm not processing so that energy has to go somewhere if it's not being exuded it's staying in our body and so um I've been hard on myself with that too like I haven't lost I can't lose weight all this it's because I didn't realize I was holding on to all these emotions that are stressors and holy shit yeah and you know when it comes to you know what I experienced with my daughter and and yesterday just realizing like what can we make out of this and I don't know quite yet but I know that it has to do with helping young kids young women and young men teenagers um really find guidance and and help them discover themselves because we do live in an era where technology and social media is a big part of life especially for teens but I think that we need to teach them how to navigate social media and teach them that that is not reality. Because <laughs> a lot of them believe, I have to be like that, I have to dress like that, I have to do that, I have to eat this, I have to you know, try all this stuff. Like, no, you don't. It's social media. You don't have to try all that. You don't have to dress like that. You don't have to talk like that. You don't have to listen to that music. So we'll see. But Gosh, yeah, 2020 for me, it's been the year of purging and just looking at the parts of myself that I didn't want to look at. (laughs) Yeah. Same. And like I was telling you, like 2019 for me was just working on the word fear. Mm. I did so many events in 2019, like took in so much information Mm -hmm. and just like learned so much that I realized like how fearful I was to fail Mm. to fail in like business to fail in parent motherhood to fail with family friends like like almost to not be my true authentic self Mm -hmm. 
because if I am my true authentic self, they're going to judge me. They're going to be like, no, this is not who you used to be. Right, right. Um, Like all of a sudden you want to change or, you know, this and that. Yeah. But it's like, no, this has actually been, you know, going back to 2017, like when I like hit rock bottom. Yeah. Like literally to the face, hit rock bottom and had to be stuck in bed from my decisions and realizing like what am I doing going out drinking like really that's Mm -hmm. you know drinking to black out not drinking to have fun not drinking to just casual drink no it was going out to black out to like and now that I think about it like I last night um in the shower I was just it came to me of like I feel like this year I've called out people's personalities before they showed who they really were. Mm. And then, so last night in the shower, I was just like, how have I been able to do that? Like, I don't want to be like, like oh, I'm right. Like I've been right. Yeah, like, like I can just feel it. Yeah. I can feel who they truly are. Mm. I can just feel it, but mm. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not yeah. going to judge. I don't want to judge, but I can feel it. Mm-hmm. And so it was, that's been a struggle this year. And so last night oh in the shower, God. it just like came to me of like, you know this because you used to be that person. Mm. You used to be that ugly person. Mm. You used to lie a lot. You used to cheat. You used to steal. Mm. You used to you used to be that person. That's why you can yeah. see it when you're around that. That's why you can feel it when you're around that mm. because you that it's used familiar. to be you. Yes. Even though it's not you, it's familiar. Yes, it's familiar. And usually, when we don't like something about someone, it's because yeah. it's a trigger to us. Mm-hmm. I'm like and I'm so, laughing because it's so yeah. true. And last night, like it just hit me because I was like, I wasn't wrong about these people. Like I wasn't <laughs> just lying. I wasn't making it up. Yeah. And it was like, how did I know? Well, I knew because that used to be me. Mm. I used to be that horrible friend. I used yeah. to be, you know, like yeah. I used to do the worst. Like yeah. I really did. And I was so like caught up in playing a victim of my own life. Yeah. Like, literally caught up in my own, like, like I don't know, like, thinking that so much stuff is happening to me, not realizing that I was actually such a bad person, yeah. that that was the energy that I was putting out there yeah. that I was receiving. No, I feel you on and that. And so, it wasn't until 2017 of, like, or no, sorry, 2016, 2016, yeah, that I went out one night, got so drunk, got went to get out of a car and just fell straight on my face and busted my face, busted my lip, messed up my teeth, sprayed my arm. My knees were swollen, like so bad. I had to stay in bed. I had to stay in bed for two weeks and sit in like everything. Talk about like that stillness is like what as a collective we gone through this. Yeah. Like we all had to stay quote unquote metaphorically in bed for yeah. a fucking almost like what, forced yeah 10 months already yeah <laughs> that's like and then all these things are just thrown at you yeah. like what do you think playing victim your whole life is gonna get you where you want to go so you started just getting that clarity like your oh, own yeah. inner voice yeah of like really blaming your mom for the rest of your life that's yeah. really gonna you know open yeah. doors for you yeah oh blaming this on this person is really gonna Oh, because you were in a bad relationship for five years and cheated on, and but and then I think back, like, but I wasn't innocent either. Like I was doing stupid shit too. Yeah. And I wonder why, like, why, why couldn't I be honest about what I was doing, knowing what that person's doing? Yeah. 
But no, we always want to put the blame to someone else and not realizing it's happening to us because that's the energy we're putting yeah, out to it receive. Is. It is. That's so interesting that you say that because my, my awakening happened in, or when I was like started this path in 2014 when I, I ended up in jail for a couple hours and I had like that, I was still for, for like, I don't know, I was in there for like 12 hours. And you're just sitting there, like everything starts coming to yeah. you, right? Yeah. It was, and I remember, like you said, I remember sitting there, and it was like, I, if I could describe it, when I describe the story, I say it was like a replay of a movie, just boom, 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 everything yeah. just coming to me, like everything that I've done, and that I, everything, everything, and I was like, what the fuck, like, what the fuck, you know? It's just everything was put in front of me. So yeah, it was like, and like you said, that's one of my big takeaways out of like this this journey and even this year you know is like you we can't continue to blame like we've we all have a story we all have hurts and hang-ups and habits and family and people that we love that have hurt us but we can't continue to blame we can't continue Mm -hmm. to blame because blame will keep us in that victim mentality and it won't allow us to reach our fullest potential because we are still giving our power away to those situations and Honestly, it's it's the past. It's the past. Like the best thing that we can do is heal and for forgive forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Gosh, forgiveness. Yeah. And a lot of people will like a lot of friends will lose. Yeah, girl. On this, yeah, like we'll lose a lot of friends we never thought we would. Yeah, we. Um, but that's the oh thing with God. growth. That's what growth is. Like you're growing in a certain direction that they're not there yet and trying to force people to understand what you understand and know is the hardest thing yeah. ever you you can't like because i think back of like in before that happened in 2016 in october on my birthday my 26th birthday like there's no way if anyone would have came to me and told me what they knew about awakening and you know god yeah. and and just being like of light if they would have told me that yeah. a month before i would have been like you're crazy yeah. get out of here yeah. like yeah. i don't believe yeah. you yeah I and here. because i did i had eric that was like you know all this yeah. love and light that i was just like he's so crazy I don't yeah know what the heck yeah. he's doing like, what the fuck is all this positivity <laughs> shit what, what does he mean he's a healer like oh my gosh <laughs> like what the heck now it's like please heal me like <laughs> No, I, t- you know, talking about what you mentioned, because that, that was my experience. I, I was such a social butterfly, and I was the one that everybody called to, you know. I, I had, I don't say friends, I was going to say friends, but no, at that time where I was in my life, those were my friends. Oh, yeah, I had a lot of friends yeah. at that time, too. Yeah, like a, a lot, lot. <laughs> right? Like, a yeah. lot, and so... Um, but when I, when that happened and I just retrieved, I, 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 when I got out of church and for three days I stayed in my room, I was sad, depressed and, and I lost my job and here I am about to face some charges. And, and, you know, I just, I just stayed still. Like I sat in my shit and, and little by little, I just started keeping to myself and I lost friends like and I thought like what's wrong with me you know and even like I had a friend of 20 years like literally in 2016 um it was this a month after I graduated from my with my master's I she just literally cut me a friend of 20 like almost 20 years so we had been friends since we were in preschool and um she just like blocked me and I never to this day I never heard from her but like you said like as you grow like you're not meant for everybody and not that they're bad or you're bad it's just 
you there's seasons like we yeah. all seen that They're all seasons. on a different timeline of and our i was lives. still holding on but yeah but at the in the moment you're just you're sad you're yeah. crying you're like what did i do you want to yeah. know what you did yeah you want to know what you did and i was holding to, on yeah yeah like what did i do yep. like we're in that like why god like that questioning yeah. of, am i like, not good enough yeah yeah and i remember like I, I, now that I reflect and there was like, I, there was already, I was already feeling like we're not on the, we're not, we're just on different path, but because I, we called each other sister, like she's my sister, like I have to be there for her, you know, but when that happened, like literally, as far as I know, I didn't do anything to her. She literally just a couple weeks after my graduation party and everything, I don't hear from her and she blocked me and I never heard from her again, but I realized like, um, God will remove people out of oh, your life. Yes. And even this year was another year of like kind of And not out. to say that it's like their fault or our fault, but what's for you is for mm-hmm. you. What needs to be removed will be removed. Mm-hmm. It's not the time. It's not the season. Like that's just my, I believe that no, to the I, fullest. I believe like, that too. like you would not be where you are if you still yeah. had the same people. Right. And the same lifestyle. Yeah. And this year was another year for me talking about like uh, friendships and, and I've been connecting with God and source and just pretty much saying like, use me. Like, where do, where are you going to have me go now? Because I'm still kind of like, I don't know where I'm going. I know that I, I have my business and I have this, but like I said earlier, like I had a clear vision for like six months ahead and this year I don't. And I just... In my meditations and my stillness, God was like, are you sure you want this responsibility? You want this because if if you want to lead this path, you have to spend a lot of time alone Mm. to hear me. And I was like, oh, hold on, time out. (laughs) And not that I don't get to, you know, not that I'm, oh, on on this mystical guru path, but no, like I know what's in my heart and what I'm called to do. And as I reflect on other people that have been on similar paths, they do talk a lot about this time, a lot of solitude, you know, a lot of like grounding. I was and, just going to say the word yeah. grounding. Grounding. Definitely because grounding. Because I can get really busy body with all this extra oh, fun yeah. stuff because I like to have fun. And I'm saying that I can't I have fun. I make sure I was at least going to one or two events every month out of town. Yeah. Same here, girl. Or either and hosting that's, events. Yeah. yeah. That's like not enough time to relax and be because we're over and, and then I have my family yeah. and the cooking and the cleaning and everything yeah. gets behind and then we're just like on that go 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 yes. go all of a sudden it's the holidays now it's like shopping yes. getting everything together you know putting yes. gifts together like that's it's just what, like it just flew by it, it did and that's why I heard the the inner voice because I've been having these the circles here at the house since August and I just heard this voice say, don't have him for... And I had him scheduled. Uh, and one of the girls that was co-hosting and facilitating with me, like, we had him scheduled for November. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to move it to December. And then I was like, <laughs> I'm not having him. You know, I'm not... It just... Because I felt And that's okay nudge. because it's almost like we do these things we don't want to say no to, to, to put this image out there. Yeah. And yeah, and, and you're right. And I was like, because no. if we don't say no, then we can't show what we're doing or what yeah. we're about. Exactly. Instead of like, no, I'm saying no because I need me time yeah. to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So November, December, I was like, no, nothing. And I was like, no events, no circles. 
I'm saying no to all this extra stuff. I was like, okay, I need this, you know, and I, I sure did because I went out with the bang in December and I needed to be grounded and rooted because what I, you know, with my health and what I faced with my daughter, like I needed to be grounded, you know, and, and so I realized it's so funny because one of the things that I also, I've never been intentional was like developing friendships. And I was like, God, I've never like really been in, it's, it's always kind of been like the fun party friends, but never really had like those like genuine friendships of, of people that are on the same, I meet people, you know, yeah. like, because like you, like you said, I've gone to events and I was always doing this event, going that event, going mm-hmm. to that workshop and so I'm meeting meet people, people and they're interested in what yeah. you're interested because you're at the same event. Yeah. But it's like that friendship, when you take your, your, the both of you out of that event and then you realize like, oh wait, we're, we yeah. really don't have anything else in common besides the event we went to type yeah. of thing. Like how do I build real authentic friendships from here? You know, it's so funny because <laughs> I set this intention, right? I set this intention like, I don't want, I, I know that I'm on this path and this path, especially this year, husband, that year of just being, you know, plus we don't have nowhere to fucking go and shit. Like, <laughs> But in November, it was in November or October when we were somewhat opening uh-huh. up already and stuff. And I was like, and I've, I've, because showing love for me has been, it wasn't something that I grew up with. So I've had friends that were very loving and it was hard for me to receive that because I didn't know, not because I didn't love them or I didn't want to uh-huh. show them. I just didn't know how it was like weird. Like uh, one time when my, when I got in my second marriage, my friend threw me like this big old uh, bridal shower. I was like, oh, cool. And she started crying. She was like, she was my best friend then. And she was like, I go, why? She's like, you didn't like it? I was like, yeah. I just didn't know how to show emotion. I was yeah. like, yeah, cool. Thank you. And she was like, I thought you were like, I, I, I loved it. But I wasn't affectionate with oh, it. Oh, same. That's how and I, I was am. like, oh, cool. And so I was like, let me go out of the way. And I have, to, I, like, one of my intentions this year is like, God, uh, connect me with women that, that, Connect me with the right women. Let me develop new friendships and connect me with the right people. Not just in in the acquaintance, um, business, Mm -hmm. spiritual, personal development, but like I'm ready to develop and have those good connections because I never really have or I've been the one that people seek out for, you know, and Mm so I'm always with people, but I'm being sought out for, for wisdom or knowledge. So so, um, I won't say any names to protect the innocent, but in October, <laughs> I, I decided, like, there's a, there was an individual in my life, and, and still is, and, and I decided to, to connect and do something special for this person, and this is a test, and I have to be honest, because it's just the way that we are tested, and also, like you said, looking at, at our own shit, you know? And so, I was like, yes, I want to develop a friendship with this person, like, I'm going to be intentional, and then, um... Uh, a couple actually not too long ago like I she calls me and she's like hey I'm going into business with this person (laughs) and it's been a a beautiful human who just we're not in alignment and um it's okay like I I don't talk to this person anymore and I just kind of was like wait what like and right away like I was like see like why you know and it's not why and I had like you said I had to look at my own shit like where in my life have I been like because what came to me like this person is not loyal how are you gonna go start a business with somebody that um that that did this to me you know Mm -hmm. but you know what I'm not here to judge you know and 
I, I and, can't get and, attached. And also, it's a lesson. Yes. And also, a lot of things are lessons for us. Yes. That we can't be like, oh, that's it. I'm holding that grudge. Yes. This is yes. The, this. Whenever someone asks me about this person, what I have to say about them? No. Right. Right. No. Like because I felt I'm, that. Yeah. Like, I'm cutting. Like I. Yeah. And I'm gonna. Like, if I'm anyone asks, and if life. anyone asks me, I'm gonna tell them. And type I was of thing. Like, and it's no. like no. No, it's I a lesson. I was it's like, all been a lesson. Talking about testing every area of my fucking life. Yeah. I was like, really, God? Like, another thing that happened to me um, was, and maybe I'm wrong, but um, I felt someone stole from me. You know, I felt someone stole from me. Um, I could be wrong, but it was, um, I felt somebody that I felt like I was getting close to, and I had a, a certain object missing, and they happen to end up with something similar (laughs) and I was like oh wait what I just had that that one just went missing and we happened to be in the same area when it went missing and then I see her you know a couple weeks later and and she has the same object and in my gut it's like no shame too yeah I (laughs) was like I I think so like back to back I'm like what are you trying to teach me here, God? Like, unconditional love or something? <laughs> but no, because this is some, someone also that, you know, I, I thought, or not saying I thought, that I was looking to develop a friendship, and this happens. And, and funny that, you know, because one thing, I might have done some fucking crazy shit, but I, especially with in my, my friends that have been my friends before for a long time, I'm a loyal-ass bitch, you know? Like, I... I, I I will never do anything shady to anybody that I consider like I got you just because I grew up like that. You're like you have to be loyal, but um, yeah. So that was another thing that happened in November too. I was like, and I know what I felt, you know. And I was like, what the fuck? Actually, it was so funny because when I went and so that happened in the beginning of November, and then I went to ayahuasca the following weekend, and it came during my journey. And what I got, the message was like, yeah, that person did take it. And so what, Alex? You still get to love them. So I got the confirmation. Because there was still part of me that was like, no, it's just a coincidence. Like, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. Even though in my gut, I was like, no, this person took this. Mm-hmm. You know? Even, they, there's no doubt. Even when I, you know, I was like, oh, I have one similar. And I, I can't, like, just the, re- it, it, it was there. Like, I know. And so, but I convinced myself, no, it's just a coincidence and that's okay. You know, and I thought, this is, but when I did my ayahuasca, I got the messages and, and it said, the message from the medicine was like, yeah, that person did take it. And so what? And so what, Alex? Oh. I was like, oh, so what? It's just a thing. Mm. <laughs> I was like, like, you still get to love them. Girl, I was like. Oh, my God. How? Tell me how. <laughs> Where's the message that says how? Right? <laughs> Obviously, like, you know. I know, I know. <laughs> still, you know, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I got it. Like, the medicine told me, yeah, that person did take it. Mm-hmm. And so what? And so what? It's just the thing. And I realized, even going deeper, like, how we get attached to these things. I was just going to say. My yeah. pen. Yeah. The, I bought this. Mm-hmm. And we get attached because... Even if it was something that my grandma gave me, like, we get attached to these things that, in reality, fuck, a tornado can come by and take it all. Oh, yeah. You know? Obviously not here in California. Or or something, you know? So it taught me a lot about how we judge people. 
you know, how... And it's crazy, like, that's what we're first taught oh. in school. This is your name. This yes. is your death. This is yours. Yours. It's yours, mine. Yours. Yeah. But yeah. funny what you said, what you said about, oh, it's my shit. Because then I realized, uh-huh. I'm, I, like, my shit came up. It was like, don't act like you've never taken anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, being honest, like, I know those times that I've seen stuff in my car at Target back back right? when and, and you're like, like um they didn't see it so it's mine yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. so it, all my shit came to me like that or i've never stolen from any but but i would steal from my grandma you know here and there like or, or but what came to me was those moments that i think well i didn't take it they forgot it. no i yeah. fucking took it you knew our intentions knew yeah i got feeling of this isn't right but i'm gonna do it anyway yeah so that shit came to, <laughs> like you said it goes back to the self i can sit there and make oh, it about that full person circle. Full but circle. it came back i was like oh oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah by the way uh i do i've done that too so i forgive you and karma forgive doesn't me. expire right so we never know when it's still coming exactly so fuck like i said every area of my life it just kind of came up and look at your shit and you know that's what this this experience and not just 2020 but life is about you know when shit happens we can sit there and victimize and blame and it's their fault but if we really quiet ourselves and listen it's a lesson for us to grow and it's for us to look at those areas that we're avoiding like i purposely avoid that about me i don't go out telling like Obviously, I'm not going to tell people, but I avoid it. I block mm-hmm. it. Like, oh, I didn't mm-hmm. steal. I convinced myself that's not, I'm not taking. They left it, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, look at every area. Are you in integrity? You know? Mm-hmm. If I'm called, if we're called to be what we're called to be, what does it take? What do we have? Even those little nuances of like, it was left in my car. I could easily take it back yeah. just yeah. out of integrity. But even those little things that we ignore about ourselves add up. And they mm-hmm. and for the women and men that we desire to be, like, though we have to look at it all. Because that's out of integrity, you know? And yeah, I feel bad. I feel guilt, but I, I block it off, you know, I push it away. But when that came to me, I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. That's taking from the store, you know? Like, I can't act like I don't know. Like, I see it, and if they don't Mm -hmm. see it, I'm not going to say nothing. And Mm -hmm. not that I'm purposely doing it, but, yeah, I've been, I've walked out like, oh, they, oh, well. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. And it's almost like questioning, well, I know you said you've always been that loyal. Yeah, exactly. But are you? Right, exactly, right? Am I I loyal? Depending on my convenience, you Uh know, what I define loyal. Convenience. So, fuck, like, Everything is convenient yeah exactly so that de- like yeah definitely this year was that year to look at every area of how am I showing up in all these different areas of my life because it's not you know we can sit there and yeah people in our lives contribute we it takes two to tangle but ultimately we like you said karma doesn't expire we are attracting these things into our life oh, yeah whether we want to be aware of it or not we're and it's all for a reason and a purpose as silly as that sounds, well, it's all, it's, yeah, it really does all happen for a reason mm-hmm. for us to grow. But also understanding that what someone else is experiencing is for their experience. Mm-hmm. Like, just because that didn't happen, that wasn't your experience, yeah. or, you know, I didn't get that message this year, or, yeah, because we're all different. Yeah. We're not on the same ride. No, we're not. We are, we all have our own lane yeah. that we're in. 
Yeah, we're all, and, I like the saying that says we're all part of the same choir with a different tune. Mm, you know, we're, we're all on this journey together, yeah. but different. Yes. You know, we're all on it. We're all singing a different tune. Mm-hmm. We're all playing a different instrument. Mm-hmm. Same, but different. Yeah. You know? And so, like, I, I almost felt that in a post yesterday for how 2020 went. And 2020 was an amazing year yeah. for yeah. me. It really was. And I, I do have compassion. I always send prayers for anyone that is, you know, going through anything. Death is always going to happen. Yeah. It's always going to happen. There is yeah. no dodging it. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I always send prayers and light to that. But at the same time, all these other years where it was everyone else's good years, mm-hmm. those were not my good years. Mm-hmm. So just because it was a year of like a pandemic and all these things, I didn't yeah. live in fear this year. Yeah. Like, I agree I, with you that, with that. I, I didn't live in fear. I, at the beginning, yes. I'm pretty yeah. sure. The, yeah. Definitely February, uh, March, April, everyone was out buying yeah. all the groceries there was, yeah. getting all the toilet paper they could get their hands on. Like, I don't, and I don't even know why. Yeah, right. We're just following <laughs> whatever. Following us, whatever. <laughs> what the media is telling us, what's right. scaring us. The media is scaring us that everything's closing down. Yeah. They're not saying, but don't worry, stores are going to stay open. Yeah, exactly. Dr- uh, truck drivers are still working. You yeah. guys are still getting everything you need. Yeah. No, it was fear. Like, yeah. everything, this is crazy. The numbers are going up, blah, blah, blah. And so the first two months, I was so scared. I was like, should I mm-hmm. stop working? Should I stop servicing my clients? I have to think about my sister that I care for mm-hmm. and her immune system. I can, she cannot get this virus. Like, like I'm not afraid if I get it. I'm fine. I know I'm strong enough. I yeah. know Eric's strong enough. I know Seth. You know, I know our family. I just my fear was for her. Yeah. And then it was like, just hit me at once. Like, what did you work on last year? Yeah. Wow. Oh, fear. Isn't that something? Why are you not, like, taking a step back? Mm -hmm. And all that information you gathered, that you've been gathering, that you haven't been putting to use, you've just been gathering all this information, why don't you step back, which thankfully in March, when, you know, people were, like, this was all so new, I did stop a lot of my clients, so I had more time at home. Yeah. And it was like, Eric and I really grounded ourselves. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. We need to really look at this. Yeah. Now, why we cannot stop living our life and weakening our immune system right. to catch this virus. Right. Not saying the virus is not real. Right. Right. Not at all. But when you start putting a mask on your face mm-hmm. and living in fear, you are now weakening your immune system. Yeah. And when it's time to go out, you're going to get sick. Mm-hmm. So we stopped. We turned off all news outlets. We were just like, no. Same here. It's not, we're not going to, that's not going to be our fuel in this yeah. house. We are not yeah. going to do that. We are going to live our life as normal. I mean, I know when we walk outside, it doesn't look the same. Right. Everyone's wearing masks. It's not the same. But I, with our the way we started thinking and being and living it, there was a lot of division going on in yeah. families. Yeah. A lot oh, yeah. of families got divided this year. Yeah. Because, you know, like... Yeah. There's the, like I said, our timeline of where we are is not their timeline yeah. where they are. So I can tell them all this stuff because right. I love them, 
and that we're doing, you know, not like we're doing it, you have to do it, right, right, but right. look at it, like we're not, and it's so crazy because I look back and it's like, wow, you guys, a lot of people got sick this year from <laughs> watching the news, like, right? no, I like our you. family was literally, I mean, I, we lived normal, I still went to all my clients' homes, I didn't wear a mask, yeah. like, and I I'm not sick either. healthy. No, I, you know, last week my little one was kind of, and I don't have him vaccinated. Yeah. But he caught like a little cold for a day or two and that's it. And it was like, oh, you know, the little bit of fear, like, oh, what if? What, what if yeah. it's this? Yeah. But he, a little sniffles. Uh, there was one night where he coughed several times and I just, lots of rest, lots of hugs and love, water, and he's fine. And he's not vaccinated. Um, and I felt, but I like what you said, like working on fearing and going back to like sharing everything that I've shared. And, you know, people have asked like, how was 2020? It was the best fucking year because through those, for me, like all that needed to come up for oh, me. Yeah. And it, it is definitely, honestly, I always thought my awakening in 2014 uh, was the best year, which is one, but this year, like just took it to a different level. Mm-hmm. And it's been one of the best years. And I, I'm right there with you, you know, because um, I've been consuming a lot of information and I've been doing this for the last 14 years, 14 years, since 2014. And so one of the big things was that fear, working on fear and other things. And so I think this was a year I had a, a talk once with a mentor and we were talking about like, this is a year where I stopped consuming because there was not really much to do. This is the first year that I stopped consuming so much information, going to all these workshops mm-hmm. and coaching events. And just like you said, started to put into practice everything that I've gathered in the last like couple of years. And it's almost like prepared us. Yeah, it did. It did. It did. Because it was like, all right, you've been doing this for the right. last couple of years. Now put it to action. This year, everything's canceled. Yeah. It was like, oh, now I have to not just read and look up it was like tools. opening that treasure box of like, like oh yeah yeah it all is. the tools that it i is. need because i'm and the same here's way everyone else so like with all the chaos and fear and scared and just like this and that yeah. and it's like oh my gosh all it's those like, tools came handy yeah. yeah same here you know i gathered all this like you like there's years that i spent back to back just everything that i can do to to just I was such in in this I was so motivated to get to know myself more so anything personal development spiritual development emotional development I dove into it I can honestly say since 2014 in the last what five six years I've invested probably like twenty thousand dollars on personal development and that's books workshops coaches events meditation retreats retreats all that and you know, it's been, like you said, it's been beneficial because I used, even like in the darkest moments that I experienced this year, I knew who I was and I, I had the mm-hmm. tools and the emotional intelligence and the ability to work through them and not feel like, fuck, we have the pandemic and if live in fear and now I'm going through all this because I understood that. All and this you happened. almost could have taken that like, I'm losing these contracts. Yeah. It's not going to work out. It's not going to happen. And then from there, it's just a ripple effect and it yeah. just goes down and yeah. down. And then you, so now that you're carrying that negative energy, yeah, that's all you're going to attract yeah. in your life and in your home. And I just heard the other day on a podcast how negative thoughts is seven to ten times likelier to happen yeah. than one positive thought. Yeah. You can even be positive all day long, but if you just think of yes. one negative thing, that is seven to ten times 
more likely to happen. Who is it? I found my son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> you scared me. Um, no, and you, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about that. And one of the things that we've been doing this month is, I think I sent you a link, is doing his pineal gland activation breathing. So it, it's really interesting, but uh, that's a whole different, uh, it's too much information. But he talks about like, um, because our body, those negative thoughts have so much more power because we are literally programmed for them. It, from epigenetics, like stuff that's passed down through our family, through culture, through news. So we are literally already programmed and default for those negative emotions. So yeah, you, you ruminate and think about them enough, they're going to happen because we literally already have it in our system to be programmed for negativity. And he says, what has to happen for us to even, we can be saying affirmations like I'm positive, I'm healthy, everything's working out for me, I'm abundant, but you're